You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Uh, but welcome to another uh, QuickBooks Power Hour. Uh, today we're going to be talking about putting your auto accounting on autopilot with automations. And we have Brian joining us here from uh, Automate to talk a little bit about that. Um, but, uh, you know, time is flying by. And uh, so what what better way to start off the, the new year of the QuickBooks Power Hour with how can you save time uh, with <laughs> with uh, with some, some automation? Uh, so, Michelle, introduce yourself. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I'm Michelle Long, CPA with Innovating Entrepreneurship, owner of Long for Success, author of several different books. You can check them all out on Amazon and very happy to be back here for yet another year of QB Power Hour. And I was thinking about this. I think QB Power Hour has been around for, gosh, going around on eight or nine years. So very glad to be back again and having everybody joining us. Dan, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, definitely great to great to have start a new year uh, with you, Michelle. Uh, my name is Dan DeLong, owner of Dan With. Uh, worked at Intuit for about 18 years, uh, co-hosting today as well as the Workshop Wednesday uh, over at schoolbookkeeping.com. Uh, uh, so, Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Remind the folks who you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's everybody doing? Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, my name is Brian Purdue, CEO and founder of AudiMate. Uh, we exist to be the easiest way to do accounting automation. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, kind of uh, in the mid-market for over eight years, and we've connected over 350 systems with our product, and we really specialize in accounting automation. And, and, you know, my passion as a a CEO is helping companies execute the best decisions possible via a platform that helps them organize their information at scale. So nothing makes me happier than helping you organize your data so you can get things done and make the best decisions for your clients uh, we also work with Jim Wells here. He's been a pro advisor for 20 years with uh, Intuit, and uh, he's he's our CFO. Awesome! Thanks again for for joining us here today. We'll dive a little bit deeper into you know the power of of what Automate can can actually do. Uh, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Power Hour webinars. It's every other Tuesday uh, at 12 Eastern. Uh, upcoming webinars are. Um, well, they're not eligible for CPE yet, uh, but we are, you know, working with some some folks to be able to maybe have that as a as an option. Uh, you can always check the website for for upcoming events. Um, you know, we are uh, you know starting to put together the the schedule for this year, so take a look and see if those topics are of interest uh, to you. Um, but you can always access the PDFs of the slides, recordings, podcasts, and other resources at QuickBooks or QBPowerHour.com slash resources. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. If you do uh, have specific questions about things that we're talking about here specifically today, please put them in the Q&A, uh, especially if it involves some follow-up. Uh, that makes it a lot easier for us to, to follow up with you uh, post, uh, post the webinar. So uh, if it's something specific about the time, Topic that we're talking about today, please put it in uh, the Q and A. If you have uh, uh, you know things to say, like Happy New Year, please put those in the in the chat. There's no need to follow up with uh, with a Happy New Year. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have the links for the uh, the handouts. Um, also, those handouts are sent out uh, as a as a link in the um, 
uh, in the reminder emails that, that come out. Uh, so there should be a, a link there at the bottom. This is just a screenshot of, uh, of those reminder emails that, that do come out an hour and the day before uh, to get you to the resources link there. Um, also, uh, I am always inundated with people asking me to cancel for them. You can cancel your registration right from the reminder email all the way at the bottom as well. It's uh, it's specific to you. Uh, so you can certainly uh, put on, uh, you know, do that. Oh, I forgot to turn on the, um, the, the, the uh, oh, where is it now? The, the transcripts. Um, so where are you? It's here. Uh, Zoom moved away on me, so I can't. Uh, and of course, they keep changing things. So uh, I don't know. Uh, Michelle, can you I see that? Uh, where, where you I don't see uh, the settings. I don't see the settings right. to turn the transcripts on. All right, I will. Uh, I will Mine, look a little bit. Go ahead. It does. It does have the transcripts on. Somebody's enabled it at least. Oh, okay. A participant. A participant has enabled it. <laughs> okay, there we go. Captioning. <laughs> there you go. So it should uh, it should be showing now. All right. So our agenda today, uh, we'll be saving time with uh, with automations, uh, but we'll want to talk a little bit about this new QBO feature, uh, revenue recognition uh, first, um, and then we'll we'll dive into uh, to Brian and Automate uh, talk about the app journey uh, that uh, Automate transaction has uh, has taken, uh, what makes it different, and uh, some of the some of the use cases that uh, that you could potentially use um, Automate for. So, so let's first talk about the, the this new um, QBO feature, revenue recognition. This was uh, this was one of those Michelle that we uh, we were announced. It was announced at, at QB Connect, um, and uh, to to thunderous silence <laughs> 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 because we were a little bit. Um, Skeptical, I think is the uh, <laughs> the nicest way to put it. You know, like what does this look like, right? Um, yeah. But it did uh, it did come out um, in in quick uh, quick fashion, which was which was kind of nice. We're like, well, okay, well, let's uh, we'll believe it when we see it, and uh, and now we can see it. So I wanted to uh, share. I don't know if I shared my sound. I haven't shared my sound, so I'm going to play the the little video which uh, is on this link here that's that's on the slide so you can access the this video at another time um, also put it on the the uh, the automate uh, landing page for today well, let's go ahead and listen hi this is jason yes. from the quickbooks jason. team with quickbooks online advanced you can record a payment from a customer for services you'll deliver in the future and then recognize the revenue over time let's go over how to turn on the revenue recognition setting then set up a service that you'll invoice for once and recognize the revenue for each month. Then invoice a customer for the service and look at the revenue recognition schedule. First, select Settings. Then Account and Settings. Select the Sales tab. And then select the Products and Services section. Select Revenue Recognition and Save. Then select Done. Now that you've turned on Revenue Recognition, you'll see new options when you set up a service item. Select Settings, Products and Services. Then select New, Service. This business offers a membership where they invoice customers once for a year's worth of lawn mowing services and then recognize the revenue every month. Name the service. 
enter a description you'd like to appear on invoices you send to customers. Then enter what you charge for the full term of the membership and assign an income account QuickBooks will use when it recognizes your revenue over time. Select the checkbox, I recognize revenue for this product monthly. When you invoice your customer for the service, QuickBooks uses this liability account to categorize the funds you'll receive. Then over time, QuickBooks will automatically decrease this liability account and increase the balance for your income account. You select the frequency and for how long. QuickBooks automatically adjusts your liabilities and income here. This company recognizes revenue from the membership plan every month and charges for a year's worth of services. Select Save and Close. Now it's time to invoice a customer for the membership. Select New, Invoice. Fill in the customer's name and other details like normal. Then enter the service in the Product Service field. QuickBooks automatically enters the description you recorded earlier, but you can customize it here. Use today's date or any date after today as the service date. Right now you're invoicing the customer for one full term of the membership, which lasts a year. It's important to remember that the quantity is not the number of months you're charging them for, it's how many full terms you're charging for. Fill in any remaining details and select Save and Send to email the invoice to the customer. Let's take a look at the invoice and see how QuickBooks tracks revenue over time. Select View Revenue Recognition and QuickBooks displays when you'll recognize revenue, what the balance of the liability account will be, the amount you'll recognize, and the total amount you'll have recognized at that time. QuickBooks recognizes revenue at the end of each month. Now you're ready to set up and use revenue recognition in QuickBooks Online Advanced. So the video makes it seem, um, whoops, go past <laughs> Hi. Stop that. This is Jason. <laughs> Don't want to hear Jason again. Uh, so the video makes it seem pretty awesome. Uh, there's always uh, some yeah buts, right? When it, <laughs> especially when we're talking about with, uh, with with accounting professionals, when it comes to comes to that. Uh, typically, Michelle, what is the uh, what is the what is the idea of, of revenue recognition when it, from a from an accountant's perspective, right? Well, this is where you're going to, you know, be trying to follow gap and stuff. And so this is where you're trying to spread that out over a period of time. And so, you know, in the notes there, you're saying it's service items only. Well, that makes sense. You know, if you've got a product, you're not going to be doing a product over a period of time. So to me, that's not a big deal. But the cannot quick add a liability account, that could be a quick add. Uh, that could be important because a lot of times, Spreading it out over a period of time, you are using that liability account where you're setting up those to go to a deferred revenue account. So that one could be, you know, kind of a that could throw a kink in people's um, processes because a lot of times they yeah. do set it up going to a liability account. So that could cause people to, you know, set things up improperly and stuff. So it's really going to just kind of depend on how people start using this and everything. A lot of times people have already set it up going to a deferred liability account and setting up recurring journal entries to do this themselves yeah. so that they have a recurring journal entry doing this already. So, you know, we'll just see how this works in practice and how people start using it and everything. 
Um, I mean, yeah, I think this, there's a lot of a, a lot of yet to be seen in practice. Right. Yeah, I started playing with it because um, you know, for School of Bookkeeping, we do uh, annual subscriptions. And we want to rev- yeah. recognize that revenue revenue over each month, the and year, yeah. um, and that's where I determined uh, discovered that you can, can't do this on non inventory items because we had set them up, we had set up our subscriptions as non inventory parts, and like where's the revenue recognition option that that, sh- that Jason showed me in the demo, right? Well, I had to change them to service items, and voila, they show up as um, uh, the, yeah. the option shows up, and. Um, you, you got to make sure that you, the service date is used on the invoices because that's what it's using as its uh, calculation point for when that service was started so that it knows to do that monthly. Um, but what I found out and what I discovered is that um, it didn't affect my reports. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, so, that's a big one. That's yeah. a big, big thing there. Yeah. Yeah. The, so there is there is some um, chatter, I guess, is the uh, best way to, to describe it. That uh, cash versus accrual uh there is some so there's so we're not like celebrating just yet <laughs> with revenue recognition because they, they still got to figure out uh you know make sure that your reports are correct uh because that's what you want to see is a nice profit and loss where it's uh where it's split out over the over the course of the year or however however much you have there but they have the the, the framework is there and the, you know the functionality yeah. is there it's just now you know getting to the well, getting to the the, when the, the rubber hits the road on the on the reports. Well, and speaking of the reports, we did have a question that came up. Um, if you invoice a prorated amount because the new customer came on mid-year, but an annual uh, billing occurs in January. Um, <clears throat> so they're asking about that. The other thing with reports that I would wonder about is um, how is it working for the sales tax? Is that being calculated correctly? Yeah. You know, if the yeah, reports that... aren't, if the reports aren't picking up accurately is the sales tax module reflecting it accurately on those reports where you use those reports for filing your sales tax return i would oh, be yeah. concerned about that <laughs> all all these good questions and hopefully we'll have right. some answers um you know as as this uh, as this evolves uh, so let's kind of switch yeah. the, switch gears a little bit. Um, you know, we'll we'll keep you updated on uh, on what we discover about the the revenue recognition. Uh, it is a it's a nice start uh, to the uh, to the to the options. Um, and uh, you know the rubber is in you know when the when the rubber hits the road in the uh, in the reports is is where we're all very concerned and <laughs> want to make sure that that works. Yeah. But let's kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, Automate. Uh, so Brian, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, a little, little deeper about you know where how Automate started and and what it's uh, what it's all about. You are muted. <laughs> there we go. Uh, welcome everybody. Um, just I uh, want to start out with you know we've been on the journey to get in the App Store for quite some time. Um, we want to make our product the best product, the easiest way to get data in and out of QuickBooks, and we've worked hard on that journey. Um, over the last actually two years, uh, believe it or not, we did a webinar two years ago and uh, simplify your life, automate your work, uh, September 2019, and well, actually long longer than that. So it's been it's been quite some time, um, and and from then, you know, we're finally in the App Store and we launched some incredible features. Um, that took us a while. We did them from large franchises and we definitely want to introduce you guys to it so you guys can start taking advantage of it because it's been vetted by thousands of users 
uh, for very large franchises and ISVs. So, um, but basically, you know, what we do and the best way to, to explain this is everyone's probably watched Star Trek, right? You know, you've got, uh, you know, Captain Kirk and he's got to speak to a Cleon and he needs a way to speak, right, to the Cleon, uh, just like we have apps, right, different types of apps that we work with. And, you know, we need to speak, you know, Bill.com needs to speak to QuickBooks or, um, you know, it's probably an easy example, but like Stripe needs to connect to QuickBooks or an Excel file. You need to get data. You need a way to communicate with the computer. You need a way to, to speak your language. Uh, you guys all understand QuickBooks, right? You've used QuickBooks for some some time, but you need a system that helps you take your knowledge and turn that into an automation that saves you time and money and gives you a competitive advantage in the market today. And that's what we do. Uh, we currently connect over 350 systems and growing. We do a lot of mid-market projects for large ISVs and franchises. So if you guys know anybody that needs a project that scales out to 300 plus users, let us know because we we uh, definitely do a lot of projects like that. Um, but we can connect to pretty much any data source and kind of bring that together. So you're not sitting in the middle overwhelmed. It all kind of speaks the same language and works together as it's made to work together. And I first so, uh, I first met you, Brian, at uh, at a scaling uh, New Heights conference. And when I popped over by your by your booth, uh, if you want to pop, pop back over to that that screen where that had all the all the apps on it, you know, when you when you started talking about you know your your platform, is that I mean that I was just blown away by you know what you what you're able to do. Basically, you put all of the APIs in. You know, all together, and you're able to to communicate with them and uh, in in a meaningful way, right? And we'll, and we'll talk about one such um, one such connection that you've that you've created. But this is kind of like the tip of the iceberg that we're talking about today. Um, and this, uh, you know, you, what what you have in in mind in in store for the future is is super disruptive, I think. Uh, as it as as it comes into the the accounting space, awesome. We just you know ultimately my passion is to help people organize all their data from all the different systems so they can get things done. And nothing makes me happier. Actually, at a large franchise, uh, I wish I could mention them, but they're they're big legal. Um, <laughs> but basically, um, they they um, one of the guys said we were doing a, a networking meeting with them talking about automate. And the guy raised, stood up and said, the best decision I made all year was using Automate because we took all their point of sale data. We automated everything for them and it, it, they don't have to do anything. They just they just connect to Automate, click, click, click and done. Um, and so, you know, we've been able to take that story and now uh, use that for large franchises, large ISVs. Now we're able to give you that power and that repeatability for your business. So, yeah, it took us a while to get in the app store, um, but we wanted to make automating your work easy. And we wanted to do it for some large franchises to get it completely vetted before we went live. Um, so we wanted to make sure we built something amazing for you. So we've, we're finally in the app store. You can find us on automate.com or you can find us in apps.com and search for Automate here. Uh, and you can connect here. This is our page right here and you can find out more about us um, on the App Store and connect directly from QuickBooks. Um, but we currently are doing self-service options. So we're giving you self-service options with Excel, Google Sheets, like CSV, XML, and JSON. And we're gonna be launching uh, Salesforce here soon, uh, which is gonna be really powerful. Um, and then a lot of other exciting announcements are gonna be coming later this next quarter. 
going from going from uh, Google Sheets uh, Excel integration to Salesforce. I mean, that's that's a huge leap. <laughs> you know, when you're talking about you know what you can connect to, um, and and I think that's that that speaks to you know what is you know when when you're looking you know when when you when you initially look at this and like well what is this right it, you know what is automate transactions uh it's it's a lot more than just you know i take a spreadsheet and i and i and i upload it right right yeah i think i think the biggest way to describe us is we've been in the mid market for 8 years and we've been working with large we started out in healthcare so we're bringing a lot of the healthcare features that we've used and a lot of the big banking features that we use and bringing those features to the SMB market at a reasonable price, which is huge. Now you can do, you know, typically when you build an automation, um, you get stuck somewhere and you're like, ah, I can't do this. We kind of take you to the next level so you can actually do pretty much any type of automation that you need. And, and Dan, you used it recently. And, and I think I'll save that for you to talk about that in just a little bit sure. on the slides. But uh, just so you know, you know, we launched this in the App Store, I think, last month, but we have uh, used this quite a bit for some large franchises and ISVs. So we've pro we've already processed over 100 billion transactions. We've done about we've saved about over 30 million hours. Uh, we work with over a thousand trusted companies and we have about seven million automations all in total. So we've actually uh, this is well vetted. It's been used by large enterprises um, and it's very simple for you to use. Um, but we do have more complex solutions for larger enterprises um, where you can uh, pretty much do anything. We support all the major transaction types uh, for customer transactions, vendors, uh, lists, and others, making it easy for you to do any type of integration that you need. Um, the best way to describe this, too, is, you know, we have a lot of QSPs probably on here. Um, you know, Jim, he struggled with this and he wanted to use Automate and kind of brought this use case up to us. You know, he's, an, you know, he's obviously has commissions from... Um, the you know from you know from into it and be able to export that at, and load that every week you know takes him quite a bit of time. Um, now with our system, you can take that file from from you know your commissions or whatever and create sales receipts in minutes, uh, taking that one hour process you do weekly and turn it into an automated process where you can literally save three thousand three hundred eighty dollars a year, and that's a common use case. So uh, anytime you have to do something that's repeatable, that's an opportunity where you would need to automate a new workflow uh, for your business so you can save time and money. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, launch, a, launch a poll here, and we'll be able to speak to a couple questions that, that might have come up um, so you know, while, I, you were, while you were talking. Yeah, I have a question right off the bat. So, Brian, what's an ISV? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Intuit is an ISV. So uh, I'll give you one example. Like uh, we work with Wellness Living. They have over 5,000 gyms. So we're able to use Automate and embed our product and white label it inside their product. And actually it shows up as, you know, Power by Automate. And then they're selling it to all their gyms and automating all their, their sales transactions from their gym software into their, uh, into QuickBooks. And it literally opens up like a little window while you're in the app. It's, one line of code that they had to add. And so that way, that way, like an ISV that they don't have to know how to code. They don't have to do accounting. They don't have to do QuickBooks. They embed one line of code and we automate their entire accounting for all of their customers. So 5,000 gyms, any, any, um, any like Intuit is an ISV, independent software vendors, any independent software vendors looking for an accounting integration or large franchises. Uh, we work with those to make their lives even easier. Okay. Right. So you, 
Audibay would be what I would call a connector app. You connect other software or other apps to QuickBooks. It's a connector app, right? So That's right. Data from another yes. app into QuickBooks. So I, I kind of call them connector apps. And so um, Betty has a question. Can you move daily sales from a point of sale to QuickBooks for a restaurant? And yes. I would say the answer would be yes, right? So like, for yeah. example, I've got a new client and they're getting stuff from Square. They're using Square evidently for their bar to get all the sales from Square into QuickBooks. And so they're just mm-hmm. getting like one big number. They're not getting any breakdown. So that would be a perfect example to use Automate to get the information from uh, somehow from Square and into QuickBooks and get that right. broke down some to get the sales into QBO. Is that correct? That, that is correct. So like, you know, one example is you could export that Square data into an Excel file and load it yourself. Or if you had a large group of people that, you know, you could actually speak to us and we'll meet with you and we'll build the automation so it's automated. And then, you know, you could set it up for thousands of people so they can, like every restaurant could get this integration very quickly. Oh. And we have like a self-service. So Jimmy John's, we do all the Jimmy John's integrations right now. for Okay, uh, but Ryan, but what about a lot of us who don't have Jimmy John's as clients and we have Joe John's, two restaurants or one restaurant? Yeah. A lot of our clients are smaller. They're not going to be Jimmy John's large franchise change, but it's Joe John's with one shop or maybe two shops. And we have smaller clients. Are you? Yeah. A, would you all be able to help us or is that cost prohibitive? Do we have to do that ourselves as the accountant? And are we able to do that ourselves? Is, yeah, you know, you're, you you're, self-service. Is that something that we can do ourselves? Yeah. In this demo, you're going to see how easy it is. Um, I'm actually okay, in the use great. case with with somebody that has a million dollars in invoicing and they were spending 40 hours uh, doing this every month and they're always getting $20,000 off on their numbers. I'm going to show you how to build integration in less than two minutes and do it from scratch. So it's very easy to do. Um, The other thing too, is you can export the files and map it, or you can, we also do onboarding meetings where you can schedule a meeting with one of our engineers and we can help you get onboarded and using Automate. And uh, Dan actually went through that, and he was able to build some complex integrations, and he's going to have a great use case here to uh, talk about in just a minute. Awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, and move on. Share my uh, share the the poll results here. So it looks like uh, most people are using bank feeds, uh, a few with the receipt capture, some file imports. So uh, very uh, near and dear to uh, to what you're talking about here. Um, Brian with the with the file import. So let's uh let's move on. Uh, oh, there was one question about does this work with desktop, uh, which is always the um <laughs> always the question, right? Uh, whether whether Automate can can integrate with uh, with desktop. What the what is the current status of of that? Yeah, we've done desktop for large franchises. Um, you know, with we've got. Uh, probably almost 800 of them out in the market right now, but we haven't launched it as a, as a self-service product yet. Um, so, you know, if someone has a large number of desktops, we can, we can support them, but we don't have it as, Hey, you can build it yourself yet. And that is on the roadmap. All right. Great. Great. So let's move on. All right. Um, so let's talk about, you know, there's a lot of integration platforms out there like, um, Zapier and uh, Sassant, um, maybe TPI. You know what makes Automate different, 
right? And that's what I want to talk about here because that's what matters to you is how do we differentiate ourselves from other uh, market leaders in this space so you can make the best decision on, on what tool to use for your business uh, so you can start automating your work. Um, so I think the real power of automate is that it makes it super simple to automate your work. And, and you know, if you look online and, and try to find what's the number one reason businesses don't implement integrations, it's because it's too hard or complex or they have fears that they're not going to do it right and they're going to generate wrong invoice amounts or they're going to pay a vendor bill that they should. it's more than they should have because you're dealing with financial transactions and that's always scary for people. Um, but we, we believe we can make it as easy as an easy button and make this complex problem that you have something you don't have to be afraid of and that you can you can build yourself um, and know you're doing it right uh, with a very simple platform. But using the knowledge you already have, because our system looks just like QuickBooks. So if you know QuickBooks, you can use our system. I wanted to kind of create this uh, this little example. And I'm going to go through each of the different differentiators. But this is kind of a good example of how we're different. Um, I, I love Dan's analogy. He, I was showing him in the product before we did this webinar. And he's like, well, you know what? You're like Sassant and Zapier had a baby. That's what your product's like. <laughs> And uh, I was like, yeah, you know what? That's a really good way of describing it. Um, and so basically- as, as much as you don't like to talk about the competition when you're comparing yourself, but I mean, you know, to really put it in, you know, layman's perspective, right? Like, you know, because that's where my, my mind always goes is like, you know, looking at an application, like what is this like currently in the market and and how and how does it differ? So this, I think that that puts it in a good perspective. It's like, it's like that. Uh, it's, it's like Zapier, where it has more multiple applications that you can connect to, and the, but it's also like SASANT in that you can bring it in uh, and, and map things into uh, into your QuickBooks. That, yes, that's true. And kind of one of the things, too, is you can actually automate this at scale for large numbers of, of your customers very easily. Um, and so this is used by you know large CP, CPA firms and large bookkeeping firms. And then that way, unlike its parents, you can replicate the, this template and, and kind of provision it for all your clients very easily. And then and they can upload the files themselves uh, without you being involved, which is really cool. Um, so just some of the differences, you know, we currently connect to 350 systems. Uh, about six of those systems right now are self-service, but we do connect to other ones. So if you have a good use case for a large number of ones we already connect to, it's really easy for us to build those out. Um, you know, obviously Zapier has a lot more, but we do, you know, Excel, CSV, Google Sheets, XML, JSON, the current files that most of you might be familiar with. Um, we also, you know, do single record transactions like Zapier, where you can, when a customer is created in Stripe, create a customer in QuickBooks, very simple use case. That's what Zapier does. So Zapier is able to do one very, very simple integrations. I add this, go do this. It's not able to aggregate the data. What Automate does really well, and SAS and TPI do well, is multiple record transactions. I have a huge Excel file, and I want to generate a million dollars in invoices, and I need you to aggregate the data and the totals and create them in one invoice. Yeah, you're going to pull your hair out because an invoice has headers, line items, products and services, classes, customers, products and services. I can keep going, right? All of those 12 different transaction types in a typical invoice are handled in one single trigger action in Zapier. You're going to go crazy. Um, but we're very much simpler. Plus, we give a lot of mid-market features. So our, our, our we have a simple interface, and I'm going to show it to you in the demo. Looks just like QuickBooks. And you're going to be like, wow, this is easy. 
Um, plus, we have mid-market functionality. The functionality that these mid-market companies, they're charging you a thousand bucks a month for these large companies. We have those kind of features, which none of the competitors have, like advanced functions that can take values from multiple fields as conditions to set, say, a reference field or so forth. Or we also use artificial intelligence to map a couple of customer names that don't match between systems or product and services that don't match between systems or chart of accounts that don't match between systems. And that's very powerful. Plus, you can share templates. We can also you have a single dashboard where you can manage thousands of customers. We have some franchises that have 5,000 locations. They can manage it all as one view from an executive. Um, you know, so you or CPA firms that have 500 people using Automate, they can see how all their integrations and see a red light, green light on how well their integrations are running for all their customers. So you can manage at scale uh, customers. So very mid-market features um, that, that you're going to need uh, for, for automating at scale. Plus, uh, we have a single dashboard with uh, you can visualize time savings. And obviously, once again, user-friendly. looks like QBO. Let's make your life easy. You already know QBO. Don't need to learn some new language, right? We're all about universal translating, right? So yeah. I want to take this moment to let Dan kind of take over. He had a great use case. They actually wrote a blog here. You can click this link. And we also created a little video about the advanced functions and kind of how that works. So, um, But he used the following features. I use the column mapping simplicity, the advanced field mapping to update uh, the product names from the names given by bill.com to create the correct product and services. He used the, he was able to duplicate this product, uh, this process for multiple people. And he also was able to see his dashboard of time savings. So Dan, you want to go into detail on that? Yeah. So, um, so the, the, the situation was, is that uh, we had um, a, uh, we were using bill.com and we're in, using it in the, the basic version, right? So this is the free version that, that bill.com makes available for, for people receiving payments, not necessarily sending the payments. Uh, so what was happening is that um, the bill.com was not, uh, you know, we wanted to be able to make it, make it available for uh, bill.com to be exported into QuickBooks. Um, but there was a, there were some challenges with that because uh, Bill.com doesn't know the QuickBooks, right? So rather than paying the $79 a month, uh, you know, for each of those people, uh, which is in the in the in the 800 range, right? Um, you know, we wanted to create a process to be able to export it out of of, of Bill.com and and bring it into to QuickBooks. The problem was that there were multiple different line items. Uh, so there was a, uh, some manipulation of that export file in order to, to bring that in. And, um, and, and what Automate was able to so solve for us is that we could set up that uh, manipulation inside of Automate, Automate so that all I had to do was download the, the CSV file from, from bill.com and then import it in and then five minutes uh, you know, it would it would create the invoices uh, for me in my my QuickBooks online. So just that process was saving you know uh, at least you know half an hour to an hour a month each time, right? So uh, so that is a, is a huge um, huge win savings uh, uh, for us, and that, that's that's what I really liked about uh, working with with Audimate is that it was able you were able to take out those mundane tasks of of doing something in in a spreadsheet fashion, and just all I got to do is download it, upload it, and I'm and I'm done. Now the next step would be if I could take out that five minutes, right? Which that might be the next <laughs> the next phase of working with Automate, right? Right, right, and and then you can scale that out to you know thousands of locations if that was a problem for that. Right. 
Um, I think one of the big, my favorite feature of Automate is it works and looks just like QuickBooks. So if you're familiar with QuickBooks, it we made our interface, the mapping interface to look exactly like QuickBooks. So you're all familiar with the sales receipt looks like, our interface looks like a sales receipt. You map it on the sales receipt, it all makes sense, okay? I'll show that during the demo. Now, um, one of the great things is advanced functions. So um, all the other competitors, you're gonna hit some walls, right? You wanna, let's say you wanna update the payment terms from net 30 to net 45, if invoice is over $10,000, that kind of stuff's really hard to do. So with Automate, you can actually create advanced functions and you can actually really do like, hey, if this amount is over 10,000, set the net. And we have a kind of interface that makes it easy to write this code. So you don't have to be a coder to know how to do it. But hey, if you know a little bit, you're going to be super powerful. Uh, plus you can meet with our team. We can help you guys uh, build out these integrations. So one of the things... Um, Two is this complicated use case. So this is actually Dan's use case here, and this was the logic. Could you talk a little bit about this and what you needed to do here with this use case? And yeah, so, yeah, so basically I had like four or five, you know, maybe seven different products and services that was on my product and service list that when um, when there was uh, some kind of reference uh, to, uh, to that in the build.com uh, export, I wanted to, to be able to recognize that when this, you know, text string was used, then it will be able to change the product and service on the on the invoice itself. Uh, so it, it allowed me to you know categorize the different uh, the different revenue sources right with different with different items. Um, but it, it I had to do that manually in in the spreadsheet uh, before uploading it prior to you know to to coming to automate. So that was uh, this was like the um, the missing link, right? <laughs> Between the two systems is this advanced function uh, and uh, worked with, uh, you know, your folks over there to be able to help create that because at first I didn't know the power of what it was able to do. Uh, but, you know, it started walking, uh, now all this makes sense. So then, you know, he, he gave me like, you know, a few, a few options or, you know, and then I could use that as a template for, you know, to make it even more robust. Awesome. So it's kind of limitless, right? What you could do with this tool to automate your work for this use case, right? I mean, you can literally do anything you need to do. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, the, the advanced functions is the um, is is a is a great feature and a big differentiator between you know what 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 I've seen with other uh, with other applications that are out there. Another really cool feature is our AI data mapping. So we use artificial intelligence to auto map uh, between two systems because a lot of times you have to map the fields and you have to map the data. Mapping the data is virtually impossible with any other system. So we're able to let's say, for example, you want to standardize the chart of accounts uh, between uh, you know some just abbreviated system, and you wanted to pull that into your you know to QuickBooks chart of accounts. Well, it will our, our our AI will auto try to map all those items. So it will it will look at what's in QuickBooks and what's in your file and try to figure it out, okay? But then you can add your own mappings and kind of, and that way you can get the data. Let's say you could use it for customers, you could use it for payment terms, you could use this for chart of accounts, you could use it for product and services. This is the missing link because a lot of times the data doesn't match and you don't want us to add new chart of accounts every time there's a new chart of accounts. You want something that maps to the existing ones and you're able to do that really powerfully and easily with Automate. Yeah, I was... I had a, uh, a situation where we were trying to combine multiple QBO files into one, 
and the the chart of accounts between the the various other ones were was con, you know not consistent at all and so the the end result was it you know the the tool that we were using you know this is before an introduction to in, automate was available <laughs> uh, the tool we were using uh, just determined that uh, anything that that it didn't find, it created a an expense account that the detail type was travel. Uh, so it mm. created more of a mess, uh, you know, for liability accounts that should have been liability accounts uh, as as an ex- as expense accounts that were where the detail type was was travel. So it was it was a it was a huge uh, huge mess on top of um, you know trying to make things simple and it made it more difficult. So that those are the challenges I think that. Uh, that we that we all love to hate uh, when, when, when there's a when there's a new tool in town that, uh, that says it makes things simple, uh, but then makes something more difficult on the other side of you know the task that it that it's uh, that it's supposedly solving. Right, and, and I just want to mention too, like the history of Automate, we came from the mid market, so we're doing you know your like. Um, electronic healthcare medical records integrations, which are probably the most complicated integrations on earth. And we're taking that tech to solve the SMB market. And so these are the things that you don't know that you need until you get to the problem where you need it, right? And that's part of the, the solution that we bring uh, to the market. The other, the other thing we do is we manage all your integrations for all of your clients in one place. So we actually have clients that have you know thousands of locations already using Automate, and they can actually log in and just see three specific stores if they wanted to, or they could see all the stores, okay, or all the ISVs, okay. So an ISV is using this, and they want to check to see how their integration. So for instance, that wellness living example, they're actually making six times the revenue that we charge them. So they we did the integration, we build it, we embed it in their product, and they charge six x. Uh, what we charge, and they can log into one platform and see how well their integrations are doing for all their clients at scale, uh, which is nice. So if you have three, four clients and you want to see if your integrations are running successfully for all of them in one place, if you see any red on this report, you need, you need to get involved and, and work on it. We make it really easy to fix it to make sure those transactions get in, especially for repeatable processes your clients might have. The other thing we do is we guarantee we have our guarantees. So we guarantee that you're going to save money by automating repetitive, high-volume, error-prone, manual accounting and payroll processes in minutes. And if you don't save at least two hours a month of mundane accounting, it's free. So uh, we believe that you know we, we're here to help you save time and money. So we're able to stand behind that guarantee. Plus, we do a 30-day free, uh, no credit card required trial where we give you uh, like 200 transactions that you can use. And we also have chat responses in about five minutes during business hours, so you can reach out to us. Um, I love the I love the the, the dashboard uh, that you have, and just the fact that it's it lets you know how many automates automations that you had, how many rows were processed, and, and what that equates to time. Because that's that's really what we're trying to manufacture here is more time later. Is mm-hmm. uh, and, and and you know I mean I I'd be super happy by saving 60, 63 hours. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And that's what we're here. We want to make sure you know you're saving time when you use Automate. So um, the other thing we do is we do friendly error messages. We have undo, we have redo, we tell you the exact transaction issue and allow you to edit it, uh, just like Transaction Pro does or Sassant. Uh, but we have it much simpler than they do. Uh, so if you have any error records, you can go in here. Let's say for this, this one says the amount on debits not equal to credits. Please uh, balance your debits and credits. That's always a notorious issue, right? Accounting has to balance. 
So we actually have a suggestion here. We have a video. It tells you how, what explains what credits and debits are and how they balance and what you need to do with Automate. You would typically export this and then and then it would tell you, hey, there's a you know sum this column and then it'll tell you, hey, you need to add the, the reverse amount and then you fix it in here real quick and hit resubmit and you're done. And those are really challenging people, problems that people get stumped on, very easy to fix in Automate. And we make sure that it, you know your, your job is to get all your integrations to green. So if all your integrations are green, you know that there's not one missing invoice, there's not one missing um, you know, vendor credit or whatever that you're trying to do. All of those are getting in there. And that's the, the, the two things. People are fearful of you know obviously knowing how to do this. We make it simple and also fearful they'll make a mistake. And so we make those things easy for you. Um, the other thing is um, only Automate can allow your clients to upload their files. So you have the ability to share an automation with your customers. And then you can say, hey, Mr. Customer, here's your integration. Copy your file when you want and upload it, right? And uh, or put it on an SFTP server. We do SFTP as well. So, you know, in the you know, future is, you know, there's no file needed. You can you can have your customers do that. Or, um, we you know, like with Salesforce, when we're doing this, it's going to connect automatically and, and sync your data. So... Uh, we also have great support options. Um, you know, you can contact, use your desired method. We have chat, we have phone, we, ha- uh, we can do onboarding sessions and support meetings as well. Plus, we have a great user guide with hundreds and hundreds of articles, so it's easy to get a hold of us. All right, so let's uh, throw out our next uh, poll question of what app uh, integrations do you currently struggle with? Because uh, uh, that certainly is um, the potential <laughs> potential struggle that you're that you're trying to solve for. Um, we did have a couple questions here while while people are answering those. Uh, so you did mention uh, the phone phone, uh, but my experience uh, they're very very responsive on on chat. And if it's something that needs more uh, more than what you can do on chat, because you can work asynchronously and when when on on chat. So that's my preferred you know option when dealing with uh, uh, support needs. Um, they, you know, can suggest, okay, you know, schedule, schedule some time here and then, and then we can screen share or things like that. But you do have a, a phone call, uh, system as well. Right. Right. Brian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we typically, what we do is if someone has an issue or a problem or they have an onboarding question, we usually, uh, send them to a link where they can schedule an onboarding session or a support and we do a Zoom meeting. That way we can help them and walk them through the process. And it's much faster. Yeah. So typically we reach out through chat. Uh, we, we would send that to you and then you'd be able to meet with us. And then there was a question about, you had mentioned uh, JSON. Uh, what is that uh, for, for those non-techie folks? Oh, uh, yeah. what... <laughs> um, so none of, the, none of the other systems do JSON like we do. So JSON is JavaScript object notation. So every web browser basically runs on JSON. Um, like if you open this window right now, we're using Google Sheets. It's using JSON in the background to send data back and forth. It's honestly, it's a language of the web, and we support that. Uh, we also support XML, which are very complicated developer, fr- you know, kind of systems. So, Michelle, you, so, you know, yeah, I was going to say I wanted to answer Melissa. Melissa's Melissa. She answered or asked us earlier. What does this do without the programming jargon? And I think the best way to say it is this allows us to set up and connect data from those clients that have a third-party system, like we were talking about point of sale. So like those clients that have a restaurant or have a retail store, all of these e-commerce clients that popped up during the pandemic 
and now we're selling things through different e-commerce, you know, shopping carts and things like that. This allows us to set up and connect from their shopping carts or their point of sale system or whatever app that they're using to connect those systems with QuickBooks Online. So we can set up those connections to get that data automatically flowing into QBO. And then like Brian showed us, we can monitor this dashboard. So once we've set up and created that connection, all that data is now automatically flowing and posting into QBO. You can monitor your dashboard and make sure that everything's coming in. So you're getting all the data posting automatically for you. So you don't have to worry about doing that manual data entry anymore. So hopefully you're not billing hourly or anything like that. You've set up your value pricing or like Ron Baker's telling us now, you've got subscription pricing to where we're monitoring our dashboard. Like Brian said, you're looking for the green. If there's something that's not green, you're going in like he, he showed us there and you're looking to see if something out, is out of balance or there's a problem. You're just monitoring the data and just problem solving. If there's in a few problems throughout the month, it allows you to manage a lot more clients. Um, so it's helping us to be a lot more efficient um, working with these clients and getting that data into QuickBooks. So there's a, a use case that just came up in uh, in the chat. It was like, would this automate zero sales receipts for daily sales from Toast, right? Because there's yeah. not necessarily a, uh, a a direct connection uh, from that. And and based on what uh, what you've talked about, Ryan, if uh, you know, there's going to be some some kind of report that can that Toast can create. Uh, and that will that will be able to be you know created as a as a, a spreadsheet or you know a file type that's that's uh, that's supported, um, and you can utilize the advanced functions and, and set up that that mapping uh, so that and then and then share that uh, automation with your clients that, that you say okay every day or every week or every month or whatever you know go create this report export it as a uh, as a CSV file or, or a file that's going to be supported, they upload it. You, you don't even need to be the middleman at that point mm -hmm. uh, getting getting the file because they create the report and they upload it. And then the automate uh, aut automation uh, runs on its, uh, on its own based on that trigger of, you know, I've uploaded uh, the file, correct? Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, and, yeah, and you, didn't, you didn't have to say much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> William wants to know if it will import Elevon payments. I'm not even familiar with those. Elevon payments? I, I will say this, that 99% that of systems out there export in one of the formats that we, we have. Excel, Google Sheets, CSV, JSON, XML. They all support it. Right. The only difference between us and building a connector to, you know, for, for like a franchise where it's at scale, we, we would just we would build that extra step where we integrate it. Right. Uh, but what we typically do is, hey, give us your file, download it. We build the automation, we make it visual and then we automate it and connect to their REST API or whatever and, and automate that. And that's the next step. And we do that for, for you know, people that have a repeatable problem. But yes, okay. um, pretty much every system has those kind of output files that you can use. All right, so we're getting a lot of questions about what does this cost, <laughs> but we want to talk a little bit about what does it look like first. Uh, so in the, in the next, uh, you know, coming in for a landing here with uh, eight, 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 seven minutes. Uh, can you squeeze this in, Brian? Yeah, let's do it. So uh, let's talk about a use case in a demo. 
Um, so this is a real life use case. So Enliven Data Solutions, um, the guy says, wow, Automate has saved us $150,000 a year. Um, and so, you know, basically they use this for four clients and they save over 80 hours a month uh, at $65 an hour. And they're, they have no more billing issues. Now, the issues that they were having that was costing the most money with billing issues. So before they used Automate, they had someone manually actually take a ruler to the screen and they would have an Excel sheet or or something and or, or, or a printout and they would just go down the screen and manually copy all the data into QuickBooks. Okay, one at a time. Even though they were you know, using a ruler and doing this, they still made mistakes and they actually audited it and they found out that they were on average $20,000 off because they're doing a million dollars in invoices. So it took them you know, 40 hours for $1 million in invoices generated, okay? But they were also missing income of $20,000. So I'm going to go through and build the same use case. So in one minute, to enter $1 million of invoices each month with no mistakes, and I'm going to show you how to build it yourself, okay? So you guys can follow along with me. It's that easy. So let's take this in, in, let's take this into account. So uh, uh, if someone could send out these links real quick, uh, this is the link you go to to sign up for Automate as a trial, this is the sample file that we're all going to use. And this is the mapping that we're going to use. Okay. And you're, you're going to follow along um, in this. You know, we're basically going to map the you know, company invoice number and then the line item details. Okay. So what I'm going to do is go to Automate. Uh, wait a second. I'm going to go to um, right here. So this is our website. Uh, you're currently at automate.com. To get here, you would just go to automate.com and then popular ways to use Automate. You click this button and it takes you here. And then you can see the different uh, popular ways that people use Automate. If you click on Excel, let's do, we're going to file upload and we're going to create an invoice. Okay. And we're going to hit try it now. All right. Now, um, hang on one second. Let's see here. Okay. So right here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit sign in. And so notice it's got this. Um, I'm just going to enter my name, Ryan Purdue, and then I've created a fake e email address using Melanator so I can actually show you the whole process. So QB Power Hour 2. So right here, email at uh, Melanator. Um, and then we're just going to create a fake password. So, oh. One second and go back. Oh. So I'm just going to generate a fake password here. Copy that, fill in the password, accept the terms, hit sign up. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call, uh, let's call it, you know, in what? Liven test. And then I'm going to hit, um, I'm going to go ahead and continue. Now, we do have to confirm your email. So I've got email confirmation here. I'm just going to click on this, confirm the email address real quick. Redirect to login. Okay, perfect. Now, um, all I'm going to do is I'm signed in to Automate. I'm going to go sign in to Automate real quick. Okay, so um, just pop this in here real quick. You guys can follow along with me. Hit sign in. Oh, forgot the password. You might spell this wrong. 
And what did I do wrong here? Sorry, technical difficulty here. Might have entered the wrong password. Either way, just so since we don't have much time, I'm just going to show you the, the, the whole process. So, anyways, all I did all that to just show you how to log in. So all we're going to do, <laughs> and you can I, and you can use your Intuit login as well. So if you're yes. signed into QBO, you can just uh, sign it, uh, click in, sign in with Intuit, and then you know follow the prompts there. Yeah, and I did it a few minutes before, but I'm kind of rushed here, so I don't want to waste any time. So all I'm going to do is start here. When you actually choose your integration, it actually gets you started. So let me sign in with my actual account here. Um, I know. Sign in. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to choose. So uh, you know what what it does is it automatically takes you to this screen when you choose what integration you want to do. So I'm going to choose file upload and I'm going to choose invoice. Uh, this thing will create customers, departments, items, classes, terms, invoice items, and invoices all in this one simple integration. All right. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and upload a new file. So I just click upload here and I pull in. This is a light version of the file. I'm going to show you a full version as well. I'm going to go ahead and complete the upload. Okay. Then I'm going to go choose this file, hit next. Um, I'm going to connect to my QuickBooks account. Uh, so I'm going to create the connection. So you just hit create you can, connection. Uh, you can name the connection so that you can see, you know, which connection is, is working, you know, for which client. Um, I, I keep missing that part is, is being able to name the connection uh, so that you can see, you know, the automation uh, as, as a specific name. Yeah. And that it's a good idea to name your connection as well. I agree. So you just, once you get logged into your account, your QuickBooks account, you're just going to click on the button. Um, then you're going to choose, you know, what your default product and service. So we have to create a product service, which is typically sales and you choose your default expenses. These are only two options. I'll say miscellaneous. And this is where if we create a new product or service, it's going to go to those accounts. If you want an email, if there's an issue, you can click this button. And then basically you go to the field mapping screen. Now, this is what's really cool. It looks just like QuickBooks. Okay. So in this file, what we want to do is we want to map. Uh, it's already mapped. We use our AI to try to pre-map everything for you. Um, but right here, we're going to choose, you know, customer. Okay, uh, or actually it's called company in this file, but you can see the first row of data and the actual values of the, of the file in here. So I'm gonna choose, you know, company. Um, I'm gonna choose, get rid of this guy right here. I'm gonna choose um, the amount right here, just choose amount. I'm gonna choose the description here. It's already description, so that's good. Uh, the product and service, so I'm gonna type in product. And then I'm gonna choose quantity right here. So I'm gonna do quantity. Okay. And that's it. And this is a, you know, this is, oh, we need the, yeah, the rate as well. So we're gonna do rate. So there you go. Okay, perfect. Now for this person, they're doing marketing. So, you know, they're kind of, um, you know, doing millions of transactions here for them. So all we do is we hit the next button. And obviously this looks just like QuickBooks. We also have a grid view where you can kind of see the grid view if you're used to that. This is the advanced column data mapping where you can actually map at the, the product and service and, and, and pre-map them and it loads all the different values. And then also if you want to look at the advanced functions, you can click this button and then you can choose you know advanced functions here. So let's go and do an example of that. So I click on uh, advanced functions here, choose a value. Then I'm going to click on this little button. I'm going to click on advanced functions. Notice you can do the billing address here in that field. Um, and I can click on advanced functions. And then you could build, you know, let's say a case statement. 
So we can do like a case statement. And then it, you know, you just choose the field value right here, field name, you would say company, operator, and you just fill it in and you don't have to code, but it makes it really easy to do this. I'm going to get rid of this uh, billing address here. Let's delete that and then go ahead and hit next. Now what you can do is um, you can go in here and you can see all the validation. Uh, everything looks good. My favorite feature is you can pre preview the invoice before you create it. So you can see what the invoices look like. Nobody has this. So you actually see I've got four, uh, four or five invoices that are getting generated. I click um, next here and then I'll give this a name. So, you know, save you know, 40 hours and I'm going to hit run this integration. Okay. Um, now this might take a second to run just because it's running a lot of data. So we're going to give it a second to run. Um, but while we're waiting, um, let's talk about pricing real quick. So we do have a free trial. It gives you 200 transactions per, um, uh, you know, you know, 200 transactions that you can play with, right? So you get an opportunity to kind of mess with it and, and learn the system, right? Uh, we do $10 per uh, accounting file. Um, now you don't get the advanced features, right? But we also do $30 for, I think it's five, five files, five or 10 files. I can't remember. You have to check the site. 10 files. Yeah. You, so you get uh, for 30 bucks a month, you get, you can use this for 10 customer, uh, you know, two, 10 QBO files. You get the advanced functions. You get the, you know, all those cool features that you, you, no one else has. Uh, and, and we also to, important to call out that you can have multiple automations for each of those 10 clients. So it's not just yes. 10 automations, it's 10 connections to QuickBooks online clients, but you could have multiple, uh, multiple connections per client. That's correct. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then um, the other thing, let's go back to automate. So you can see, um, so this one had the invoice. So notice this is really cool. So this one had invoice numbers were missing in this request. So it gives you a suggestion how to fix it. And then you notice that it didn't have a customer name. So there was an issue with this. So I wanted to show this to you so you can see how easy it is. Then you can just put in, oh, I need 7MPAP, uh, which is the customer. I can just enter that in there. It auto saves. And then you can create those transactions. It syncs. And then you would just hit load that. You just, you just click on um, the, the run the, the, to finish here. And it'll, it'll finish the process. Okay, so let me show you what this looks like. If we go to the Audi history, um, you notice that that one had an issue. So you can see that's in red. I wanted to make sure I show you how easy it is to tr troubleshoot issues. You can see that you saved 57 hours so far. We processed 3,741 rows. Um, and then we can go in here to a successful one here that ran. And I can look at the invoices that got generated. And if I click on this button, actually, let me go to back here and click on the bottom one here. I can click on this one processed 1,638 rows, it processed a million dollars in sales. I can open up this invoice. And this is where I love this. Like you're saving so much money. Now you have to log into your, your account to see the data, right? But if you log in, you can actually go in here and let me just, you gotta click the button after you log in. If you log in, you can kind of see the invoices and what they look like. Take you, take you right to the transaction. Take you right there to the transaction. This is all the value, right? We're, we're getting that we're, we're getting that data between the systems. So you got a $5,073 you know, invoice, and then you have all the products and services right here. The quantity, the rate, the amount, all of that, and it's done perfectly every single time. And so this actually created several different invoices. Uh, right here, we've got, um, I think it created like, I don't know, uh, some, some of them were $83,000. Um, so it's super easy for you to build these integrations. So we can go to another example here and, and look at a larger invoice. But this is all and you all done. And if you had an issue, all you do is you hit the undo button. 
So this is a $41,000 invoice, right? And if you don't like it, hit undo. So no risk. So I just showed you how easy it is to build an integration, how easy it is to undo an integration. So what's the fear, right? Go do it. You know QuickBooks, you can map it yourself, you can undo it. You know it's going to you got a red light green light report to tell you if there's an issue. So, you know, there's no there's no fear. We've made this simple. We've built a universal translator that can take your knowledge as a bookkeeper and turn it into a cool integration for your customers. So I'm going to launch. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Dan. Oh, I was just going to launch in the last poll about if you wanted to learn more about uh, Audimate while we're uh, while we're wrapping up here. I was just going to say, Brian, I, I think the other thing that you did, um, you, you, you know, you were saying how what you did. I think you did a great job of making it non-technical, non-geeky, non-programming. Like you made it so simple. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think yes. is what I'm trying to say is you made it so easy I could do it. I mean, you made it to where I don't have to be a programmer to know how to do this. You know, I, a basic accountant, can figure this out just knowing what an invoice looks like. This is something that I can do knowing what an invoice looks like. I don't have to be a programmer. I don't have to know code. I don't know have to know geeky terminology to be able to use this tool. You know, by knowing what an invoice looks like, by knowing the field, customer, quantity, item, I know how to do this. You know what I mean? It's easy to use for an accounting professional because I know what an invoice is. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. And, and I love that about it is that I don't have to be a programming type of person to be able to use this tool. I love that it's user friendly for me. Right. You know, it's one not- of the- it's one of the things like uh, like Pro Series, the the tax uh, tax pre- preparation software that Intuit makes. You know that speaks to you know I know where I know where I want the number to go <laughs> on the form. Just tell me where to go to find the form so I can get it. that. That's what this is doing in uh, in in QuickBooks. Is it's uh, you know I I know what this file where where I want it to go and and it gives me a way that I can. I can see where that is because, yeah, you know, yeah. other, other applications are like, you know, this is class underscore five form, you know, field, exactly. you know. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show me the invoice. I know where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And the other thing too, we're here to help you if you have an issue. So you can click this button in our app to book a consultation and schedule a meeting with us where we'll help you build that integration out um, for you. So, Making it, you know, making it easy for you to automate your work and get the help that you need. So, and um, and Brian's been nice enough to uh, to offer our viewers uh, a uh, discount. Uh, so there is a promo code of QB Power HR um, for uh, for twenty percent off uh, the the paid version. Uh, you can do that within the next uh, seven days, uh, or you can uh, chat with them uh, if you if you were. So um, anxious to get started and start a trial uh, right away, and you want to take advantage of that, you can just chat or email it with them to make sure that that, that promo code gets uh, gets offered to you. So I really appreciate uh, you making that available to the to the folks that are joining us today, Brian. Awesome! Yeah, you're welcome. So, um, all right, and we we did launch the last one, and we are a little bit over. Uh, I don't know if you have some time uh, available, uh, Brian. If you had had some specific yeah. uh, questions I- yet. I do have time for anybody who has any questions and, and hopefully we'll help you guys automate your work. Super excited about that. Um, Ross was asking, you know, he's been using MS Power Automate. 
uh, to automate process in the last few years? How does this differ uh, from that? You know, to be honest with you, I've never heard of MS Power Automate. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't. I've never. I've never heard of them, so I couldn't answer that question. Um, but you know, I think one of the biggest things is probably you know, ours is simpler, and also we have mid-market features. Most integration platforms in the SMB market do not have mid-market features like Automate does, because we came from the you know, and Brian, that's great. You know, you mentioned the mid-market capability sooner, and that's great for those of us really that want to address those clients and go after that capabilities of those mid-market, knowing that it has that capability. I mean, that's awesome. And mm-hmm. knowing that we can use it on our smaller clients as well. I mean, that's just awesome that it has the capabilities of both. I think that's wonderful. That's right. Yeah, it definitely makes life easier. Now, was there any other questions that... Um... Uh, can you use that? Can you use this for journal entries? What is there any limitation yeah. on the number of trans or the types of transactions uh, no, that you're able to bring in? Pretty much any transaction that's available, we can do. Uh, I think there was a slide at the beginning that I showed of all the different transaction types. Um, you can also just go to automate.com um, slash AMT and it has all of them listed. Um, so you just type in AMT. We, 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 so AMT for short for automate transactions, but here's all the different transactions that we can do. So what about payroll? Because that always seems to be a hangup is getting payroll in. Um, does that come over as normal checks and normal, you know, things like that? But you can import you can import payroll if it's a third party processor, but they come over as normal checks, not paychecks. Uh, yeah, so so it's just limited by what the API does. Um, so there's some okay. things that are locked yeah. down by the API uh, for payroll. Yeah. Now, when QuickBooks opens those up, we'll be able to support them. But we do have lots of customers using payroll. We we connect to Paychecks and uh, ADP and and several other different payroll companies, and we do these integrations. Um, okay, yes, That's good to know. Connect to most of these. Mm-hmm. And Megan wants to know: Does a discount amount on an invoice get synced with QBO with Automate from Excel? So if they've got an invoice that has a discount, well, yeah, discount you just them. map it to the discount field. And there's so if you go in to the mapping screen, so if you go to automate and you click on, let's just go into the one we just created, you hit edit mapping. There is a discount field in here. You go to grid view um, and you just find the discount fields, type in discount and it's, it's right there. And then you can enter the discount amount here and then process those discounts. So um, and then you could just click this advanced function. Let's say you want to build, you want to set it to a custom value. So you could set to a default value if blank and set it to, you know, whatever value you want it to be. It's that easy. A good question. And this is, I may have missed this answering a question or doing something else, but once, once you do your mappings like that, you can save that and use those mappings for another client. Is that correct? Absolutely. So they're actually shown yes. right here. So if you go back to the automations here. Uh, let's see here. You, and you, you just click, you can upload a new file to run it. So yeah. you just click upload to run and then you just drag and drop and you're done. So but you, and but then, you could, uh, you could say you could export the mappings so that mm-hmm. you could, you could do that to another, another client. client. Yes. Good. Yeah. And, yes. Great. and also our enterprise version, if you purchase it, comes with an SFTP server and people can just drag and drop, automate file deliveries for customers as well. So if you nice. Pick up files from some of their some of their FTP if they had one and, and populate. We could do that at scale. All right. Was there any other uh, questions? I know we're 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 a little bit over, and I think we could geek out all yeah. day. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just think what? it's wonderful. 
you know, Brian, I remember we had you on, I don't know, several years ago, I think. And um, I'm just so impressed with this tool. And I know I've got several clients. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I can use this for them and this for them. And I think a lot of us have people that we know or clients that we know that we, we can implement this with um, that will help us. And I'm also thinking of our, our training and certification that Intuit does. And one of the modules, we talk about that daily sales summary. And I'm thinking, hopefully that could be obsolete. If everybody started using Automate, we wouldn't have to do that anymore. Posting yeah, the can, daily sales manually, we wouldn't have to do that at all. <laughs> that's true. And you know, we could share that template and give people a link to it. And then they could just subscribe to it and done. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't yeah. have to do anything. Just drag and drop right. and you're done. Uh, so one last thing we want to mention is that uh, Brian and I are actually uh, kicking around the idea of doing a workshop. Uh, where it's more of like a four out, a four week, you know, type of thing where we can, you know, take some of these use cases, like say toast, for example, um, and and really put it through uh, through the test and and make sure that um, you know Audimate can can handle these sort of things. So uh, look forward, uh, look look out, be on the lookout for the, for that. Um, we're thinking like the springtime, you know, some some point, sometime like that, uh, where we'll actually be just kind of in together for for a boot camp an automate boot camp for uh, you know for a few weeks uh in 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 march so look, look forward to that uh brian thank you for, for for joining us again um we we love having you here i think uh you know what you have is you know a phenomenal um you know potential uh for uh you know for for accountants and professionals as, as well as just business general business owners in general uh you know taking the mundane things out of uh, out of doing the, those mundane things, which frees up time uh, for for more valuable, um, you know, so services uh, and, and usages of of that time. Absolutely. So, thanks for having us here. I really appreciate it. Thank you both. We'll see you next time on the QuickBooks Power Hour. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.